Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Bird Brains. My partner, Mark Eckel, formerly of the Trenton Times and NJ.com. I'm Ken Dunnick, ex-tight end for the Eagles, Stars, and several other teams that fired me. We're, <laughs> we've got a we've got a much we've got a much better day today, Mark, because we're going to talk about an Eagles win. They were a team that obviously was embarrassed in that Dallas game. They played with some resolve and determination. They actually played like the team we thought they might be during the year. Before we get into details, let's thank our sponsor. If you're finding it hard to meet new clients and you hate cold calling, you may want to consider Jersey Man and Philly Man Magazine's Legacy Club. These monthly events always draw 150 to 300 top business people and could be a great asset for you and your business. For more information, call 856-912-4007 or email Ken at jerseymanmagazine.com. All right, Mark, let's break it down. To me, the the keys to the game were it was a windy and rainy day, so the Eagles knew they were going to have to run the football. They rushed for over 200 yards. Miles Sanders showed some flashes of his speed is the reason why the Eagles drafted him so high, had a 65-yard run. And Jordan Howard was just a beast on the ground. He gained almost 100 yards on 23 carries. And defensively, the defensive line got after it. A defensive line that's been riddled with injuries. We'll talk about some names here in a second. But for those guys to step in and play like that, that's a good sign. Well, more importantly, I mean, yeah, all that, everything, I agree with everything that you just said. But as bad as the Eagles played in Dallas, and it was more than just playing bad, as we talked about last week, they, they kind of quit. They didn't, they really, I hate to use that word, but they, they didn't fight back. I think is what we, we were talking about last week. How Dallas punched him in the face, and they just they they took it. They didn't they didn't punch it back. They had to come back. I mean, if they would have played poorly last week, season's over. Yeah, because there's really no coming is. back from that. Yeah. You know, I mean, they it would just yeah that that's that then you're just a bad team. Then you're the the Dolphins or the Redskins or the Giants or whoever. You're just a bad team. You're the, you are what you are. And I don't think the Eagles. I don't think I don't think they're a great team by any means. I really don't. I think some of the some of the people, some of this roster isn't as good as a lot of people thought. But it's not a bad team, by no means. It's not a bad – it's not in that bottom category. So they weren't going to fall to what – they would have been three and five with, with some really tough games coming out. That that wasn't going to happen. So now they're in – and four and four is nothing to get excited about. I mean, that's four and four is, medi- is mediocre. That's the epitome of mediocre, right, four and four? Well, that's so it. Now they, the- there's a good four and four, and there's a bad four and four. The reason why I think this is a good four and four for the Eagles is if you look down the list of injuries, and we'll go down quickly here because we want to talk about this. It's a determining factor in how the Eagles have played. Nigel Bradham again misses the game with an ankle injury. They're, they're you know they're not very deep at linebacker. That's a big loss. Deshaun That's Jackson. Deshaun Jackson hasn't played since the first or second game. He's been out for a while. He looks to be getting back on the practice field this week. Timmy Jernigan with a foot injury. Who knows when he's going to come back. Avante Maddox and concussion protocol. He's supposed to get back on the field this week. And the never-ending saga, the injuries between Jason Peters and Darren Sproles. You know, if they can get these guys healthy, I think that they can make a run at this thing. But, you know, they've got a tough schedule coming up, too. Well, you know, again, I don't. Other than Nigel Bradham, every one of those guys you mentioned are guys that are always hurt. Jernigan was hurt when they signed him. Jason right. Peters and Darren Sproles shouldn't even be on the team. Um, 
Who's the other guy? Deshaun Jackson. Has Deshaun, he ever played yeah. a sixteen game schedule ever in his, in his life? I'm, I'm not sure. It's been a while ago if it, if it has. So when you know, like I said, when you when you sign her guys, you can't complain to her. When you sign thirty seven year old running backs, you can't say, oh, well, my guy got hurt. I mean, Darren Sp- I, I listen. I love Darren Sproles. I love Jason Peters. Father Time beat both of them. Yeah, like, you know, like the, beating everybody. The Deshaun Jackson thing is interesting. He's got a groin injury, and you've got to come back and be one hundred percent healthy. Because when you think about it, speed receiver with a groin injury, he's got one asset: speed. Right? Yep. If he can't beat anybody down the field, he's not going to go up and get a jump ball. I mean, he. You know, no. So he he's got to have that speed. speed. Yep. When you're dealing with a groin injury, it's just tough to do a flat out sprint. I look at the other side of it is that, and I think Andre Dillard is going to be fine. And I thought he played pretty well last week. So he I'll, played better. That's for yeah, sure. He, I mean, his first game. I mean, listen, you know better than I. Your, your first game. It's tough. I don't care how good you're going to be. You know, that first game on the road, wild play. No, nah, that's tough for anybody. It's, you know. Um, no, I think the word's going to be fine. That's you know, and running back they're fine without Sproles. Somebody, one of those wide receivers, was supposed to step up for with Deshaun being out, and none of them really have. I mean, the uh, the, the rookie can't even get on the field. The kid yeah. from Stanford, um, Mac Hollins. Yeah, that's, 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 disappointing. that's strange. He has been an absolute no show. Alshon Jeffrey has shown a, a penchant for dropping the football. Every lately, that one last year, right? Do you, the yeah. only thing is because you played, right? So, does that? Do you see that? I mean, like he had the terrible, terrible drop that ended last season, right? Right against New Orleans. Is that in his head? Maybe is, is that yeah. like is he flashing back to that game? I mean, I don't, it, you shouldn't, but I mean, it, is it human nature? Maybe. Is well, it? it it can be, but I can tell you this: as a receiver, I take one of the things that I take great pride in in four years of playing full seasons of NFL football or uh, pro football, sorry, three in the USFL. And I went to camp two other years. I never dropped a football in a game, never a flat drop. It may have hit my hands. I think we talked about this before. The reason is, is because I had a level of concentration and I was playing for my job every week. So I knew my next drop might be my last one. So I caught everything that came my way. You're like Maxwell. You were Maxwell House Coffee. Yeah, you're good to the last drop. Good to the last drop. Yeah, yeah. And actually, I was good to the next drop. The next drop. Luckily, there, there wasn't an extra drop. But you know, these guys—they've got I'm guaranteed just because money. Jeffrey never had a problem before that. It's not like he's the guy that. I mean, it's—I mean, it's not like he's just—you know—he was with know, the Bears for a long time. Listen, you got a lot of money in the bank, right? You might yeah. get complacent. You know, you might be worried about going over the middle and, you know, ruining your next contract. I'm not exactly sure what goes on with these guys, but I. I could tell you is, you know, the the level of concentration and consistency just isn't there with Alshon Jeffrey. Uh, another interesting thing, you talk about Eagles uh, receivers, the diminished production of Zach Ertz in the last two games, only two catches for 20 yards against Buffalo, only two catches for 38 yards against Dallas. He's not being targeted as much uh, in the last few weeks. And um, not well, Dallas – Dallas did an INO on him, and they did double him a lot. Buffalo yeah. did not, however. Buffalo uh, played him straight up a lot of times, and it looks like Wentz is getting a little more comfortable with Goddard than he is with Ertz right now. And that's – I mean, you I – Listen, the both big tight ends are both good targets, but, I mean, yeah. you know, 
it just it seems weird that you've got a weapon like her. Listen, Tom Brady would not go away from Gronkowski, right? He's going to find him. D- different animal, I get it, but you would think he would try to throw the ball to Ertz a little bit more. That, and I want to, yeah, I'm glad you said it because I want to see this week how that if that if that continues. One game, it's all right. Dallas did a lot to take him out of the game. Two games, well, maybe the Bills had a good guy on. Three games, it becomes a trend. It's not a coincidence anymore. You know what I'm saying? So if he only puts up, if he gets, if he goes two for twenty-one again this week or something, now now you got to start thinking about what's going on here. Exactly. Because he's hey, got uh, hundred balls last year. I mean, come on. He's I, like, you I, know. I know it's uh, it, it boggles the mind. A couple other things that were interesting in this game the other day. Doug Peterson goes for two in the first half after scoring a touchdown and gets it. And I'm just wondering what the thought process is there. Going for two that early is it to shake up the opposition? It, it, maybe in a game, maybe in a game where he didn't anticipate that much scoring, he was trying to get as many points as he could. I just found that. Well, I, I thought maybe because of the wind, maybe he thought it was easier to gain two yards. Well, that's, that's, that's a good point. That's and a then to kick a thirty-something yards because the Bills guy missed. Was that after the Bills guy missed a, a field goal that was a pretty makeable field goal? He, they he they did miss a short one early on. Yeah, yeah. so I, I just thought it was he figured, let me get two, you know, with, with the way because that win. I mean, we weren't you know we weren't there um, on TV. It looked really bad. I I texted one of my guys, one of my friends that still covered the team, and I said, you know, is that win as bad in, in person as it looks on TV? And he said it's it's really bad. He said it was really just swirling. Yeah, I had friends that were in the stands that actually uh, called me and said that the wind was much worse uh, on the field than it was being reported on TV. So uh, that, that could have been the deciding factor with that. How about the Eagles defensive line that they tried out there starting a guy named Anthony rush, who I had never heard of prior to this week, Josh sweat. I noticed was in the right. first series. They just took a guy off the practice squad, Bruce Hector. And again, they're, they're mixing and matching and patching this defensive line together with guys that we've really never heard of before. Well, I'll tell you, speaking of defensive line, the guy that I think, and we're at the halfway point, right? Four or eight games four in. Four and four, yeah. I would give him MVP. I mean, I would give him MVP for the, as Randy Graham. I, I agree. His motor is infectious. I mean, I just love the way this guy plays hard. And he, had I mean, a strip, he, he had a strip sack yep. uh, early on that the and that Buffalo kind of, and got that, the that ball back. play again because it, sure was. it was a game then. It was still the Bills were, you know, I think the Bills were winning at the time or it was, it was close, 7-3 maybe, whatever, whatever it was. It was, they were, it was a game. And that kind of turned it, you know, that the Bills never really threatened after that. Um, no, I think, I think Brandon Fletcher Cox is Fletcher Cox. Listen, I mean, he's not put up the numbers he has in the past, but you know, no, but he's getting, he's getting a good push for him. Yes. He's really, he spends a lot of time yes. in the offensive backfield. And when offensive coordinators game plan for the Eagles, they're, they're pointing out, Hey, you gotta, you have to be aware of Fletcher. You gotta know where he is. You know, we, we, we have to double, we have to do, I mean, he's the guy that, that the offensive coordinators are, are talking about in meetings. Um, so he's, you know, he's not having a great year, but he's having, he's not having a bad year. So as some people want to point out, um, but Brandon Graham, I think has been their MVP this year. I really do. I think he's, he comes to play every week, even the Dallas game. And like we said, they didn't really come. He, he was the only guy out there looked like he cared. Yeah. And when you consider his size and he's able to beat these massive offensive linemen, I mean, he, he's just, uh, 
you know, uh, the motor and the energy that he brings to a team is uh, you really can't uh, put a value on it because it's so important. So, Mark, as we look at the schedule coming up, you know, we're three games through this horrific six-game stretch. Um, well, now they got to go home. We got them at home. So, we're, you know, we lose to Minnesota and Dallas on the road. We beat what I think is a, a pretty good Buffalo Bills team on the road in, in a dominating fashion. They play the Bears this week. Now, the Bears are going to come in angry because they missed another game on a, a last-minute field goal. Their kicking woes continue. And I always hate playing teams that come off a loss like that because they're a little ticked off and they've got something to prove. And if, uh, on top of the fact that the Bears, like we, we talked about this a couple weeks ago, this is a game that Matt Nagy and his coaching staff circled as soon as the schedule came out because they're still angry that they they really they felt they outplayed the Eagles in that playoff game and should have won it if the guy doesn't hit the crossbar and you know and the, and the you know the, the uh, double doink last year. So <laughs> this is a game that the Bears wanted even before losing last week. Yeah. Um, with that said, the Bears just aren't scoring points. No, Trubisky's having some problems. You know, he, he he injured his shoulder. It was his non-throwing shoulder, but that that can affect your mechanics. And he looked after a rough, a rough rookie year. He looked to improve a little bit last year, and now I think he's re- regressed a bit. So I agree. Uh, but the bear the Bears will come in motivated, and then we've got That's a good. bye, which is actually going to come at a, a pretty good time uh, to get healthy. And then we've got the New England Patriots and. Say what you want. In my opinion, they should rename the Lombardi Trophy the Bill Belichick Trophy because this guy, the sustained excellence. And here's another point about New England, right? Atlanta trades Sanu to the Patriots. Why do teams keep giving this guy these players? I mean, mean, seriously. I mean, every year they pick up one or two marquee guys and they continue to succeed. And and they, all right, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because the Eagles didn't make a trade. And I think the Sanu trade is what set the bar. The Patriots give up a second-round pick, which is a lot. But for the Patriots, that second-round pick is going to be 31 or 32. Well, no, the second-round pick is probably going to be 62. Plus, oh, right? I'm sorry, you're right. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're in the yeah, back right. of the bus. Yeah, yeah. They're gonna, it's, gonna be a, it's almost going to be a third-round pick by the time yeah. you, you know. Um, but that set the bar too high. I think that's why a lot of other guys did not get traded. Because teams said, well, if, if Atlanta got a second for Sanu, I want at least a second for my guy. Yeah, it's been historic in the NFL that players really don't have much trade value because other teams know if a team's looking to move a guy, they're going to cut him anyway for whatever reason, whether it's morale or cap. But anyway, Mark, we've only got a few seconds left. And, uh, you know, it's a crucial time for the Eagles. I, I think uh, there's, you know, the fact that we're home, there's, there's some optimism we can make a run at this thing, and uh, if we can get some guys healthy, it could be an interesting be the end Bears. of the season. Yeah, we, we do have to be the Bears. Mark, it's been great being with you. We'll do it again next okay. week. Thanks, next everybody, week. for joining right. us for the Bird Brains. Take care.